Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever day of the week you're listening. Hello. Welcome back to the Say What Podcast. How's it going, friends? I hope you guys are doing well. I, even though I recorded a podcast last week, it feels like it's been ages. Like I, I, I'm like, how do I even record a podcast? I don't even know. I've had a lot of guests on recently, kind of. I don't know. I just feel like I haven't recorded a podcast in a while, probably because it's Sunday night at 8.25 p.m. And this comes out in just a couple hours. So, you know, doing really well over here. Um, actually, not really at all. That's what I'm going to talk about today. But hey, you know, we're doing the best we can doing the best we can. If this is your first time listening to the Say What podcast, welcome. I'm so excited that you're here. My name is Hannah, and we usually talk about sex, marriage, painful sex, all things women. Um, But I like to talk about mental health every now and then because it's super, super important. And so that's what we're talking about today. It is Mental Health Awareness Month. And honestly, I had a different topic picked out for today, and I had like started writing it, and I like kind of had my outline going a little bit. And then it was like eight o'clock and the Lord was like, um, you should probably talk about something else. And I was like, okay, I guess, I guess that's what's happening. So quick shout out to my, um, incredible graphic designer. I'm sorry, this is getting to you so late, but Hey, you know, we're doing the best we can. Um, but yeah, so that's what we're talking about today. But if, like I said, if it's your first time listening, welcome. If you've been listening forever, welcome back. Um, my name is Hannah. I can't remember if I told you that or not. Remember, guys, I just said I forget how to podcast, so sorry. I'm getting back into the groove. Um, I do like to start off with some life updates. Basically, this whole episode is kind of a life update, just talking about my mental health. Um, But a positive life update is I want to tell you guys a quick God story um, that happened this week, which was very cool. So we knew that our rent at our apartment was, or our lease was coming to a close soon, and you have to tell them if you're going to resign or if you're going to move. And you know every time that you sign a new lease, your rent goes up. Well, we live in Denver, Colorado. Like I used to live like in the metro area, like different address, but like I live in Denver. I have a Denver address and it is so expensive to live in Colorado. Like it, I think it's number like three right now. I think it's California, New York, Colorado. Like it's insane how expensive it is to live here. And I'm not saying that I'm rolling in it, you guys. No, all of my money is going to rent. I am poor. Um, but it's so expensive to live here, but we love it and we never want to, you know, move anywhere else. We absolutely love it here. This place is home. Um, and so, you know, we're always going to make it work with the rent cost. Um, but it really is astronomical. It's insane. And that like area that we live in, there's really only one apartment complex, basically, unless you want to go like over the interstate and there's a couple more, but like this one is really the, the one. And so I, you know, didn't want to move if they were going to raise the rent, but we were just kind of like, I don't know what's going to happen if they raise it. Like we just, we're not good. We just can't afford it. And so I was kind of stressing about it, but not too much and was just kind of like waiting to hear from them on what they were going to do. So we got an email that was like, it's, we're doing a lease like special right now. Um, we will not raise your rent if you re-sign the lease with us before this date. And I was like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? And I'm not going to lie. As soon as I said that out loud a second ago on the podcast, um, I had a panic because I just realized I didn't sign the lease. Um, but Thomas did. So hopefully we're in, um, let's all say a little prayer as I'm trying to share this God story with you. I'm recognizing that I didn't sign it, but I'm sure it's fine. Um, the date was today. I'm pretty sure, but you know, Thomas signed it. So that should be good. You know, we're just hoping for the best. 
my mental health has not been great. So that's why I didn't sign it. I forgot. Um, but you know, the God story is <laughs> that, uh, they did not raise our rent. And so we got to sign another like 13 month lease without our rent being raised. And so that is just a huge like God thing. Honestly, I can't believe it. It, it doesn't happen like that very often. You know, most places are raising it as much as they possibly can because that everything is just getting more expensive. And I just absolutely cannot believe that I didn't, that I forgot to sign it, but I'm sure it's going to be fine. So the moral of the story is that the Lord just blessed us because I was feeling super stressed and we didn't have to, you know, pay any more for our lease, which is huge because we're already paying an astronomical amount. So the fact that they didn't raise it is just chef's kiss. I think honestly, a lot of people have been moving out of this complex because they can't afford it. And so they don't really have a choice, but hey, that's fine with me. I can't afford it either. <laughs> you know, we're just making it work. So that is really cool. So that's just what I want to share with you guys. Cool God stories because we love, we love a God story. So, well, let's just go ahead and get into this episode that I'm now looking at the outline on my phone because I just, like I said, panicked and gave my computer to Thomas and was like, go fill out the lease for me. Because um, I did read it all, so don't worry, but I did have a panic moment. Anyways, so <laughs> let's just go ahead and get to the topic today. So it is Mental Health Awareness Month. That is what May is. And I originally was going to record a podcast talking like about the topic boys will be boys, which that episode will come. Um, but I like had this whole thing planned out talking about purity culture because that's what I that's what I do. Um, and then right before I was like trying to finish up writing out what I was going to say, I just kind of felt like the Lord was like, no, you should talk about how you've been feeling. And so here I am being super vulnerable, telling you how I'm feeling. <laughs> um, so to be super honest, my mental health has been really bad the past few weeks. It's It's been really, really rough. Um, you haven't really seen me on Instagram much at all. I haven't posted on stories. Like you guys know that I like to, you know, share thoughts and stories and, you know, ask questions. And I like to really be engaged with you guys on Instagram. Like that's our place. That's our community. And I just haven't done it. I'm so behind on DMs. Like I have so many DMs I haven't opened. Like my favorite thing in the world is like connecting with you guys. And I just haven't done it. Um, and I know Instagram like isn't everything, but I feel like that's a really obvious way to shows like, I am not doing well, um, just because I, I haven't, I haven't been on and, um, it's not just like on, it's not just social media, like, cause I'm not feeling burnt out. Like I've been burnt out before on stuff and it's not that, like I have all the ideas in the world. Like I have all the posts, I have all the, you know, questions. I have all the stuff that I want to talk to you guys about. Um, and I just haven't been able to do it because I've just kind of really been struggling with this, like hopelessness feeling-esque. Um, physically, I've not been feeling well for a minute. And so that's been affecting me because I'm just like, okay, well, when am I ever going to feel better? Like I just haven't been feeling great. And so I'm okay. Like I don't want to freak you guys out. Like I am okay. Um, I'll be sharing more in the next few weeks, but like I'm good. Um, but physically things have been hard. And so I've just kind of been in this like hopelessness feeling. Like I said, in a couple weeks, I'll be sharing with you guys, hopefully. Um, but yeah, I just, you know, I've not been in a, in a great spot mentally, you know, I've been feeling just like, I don't even know if I want to say blah, cause it's not blah. I've been feeling sad. I've been feeling a little bit of like hopelessness, but really trying to rely on the Lord to give me hope. Um, I've been feeling like I just want to get on the couch and not get off and work from the couch all day and just kind of feeling like. 
I don't know. It's hard to describe a feeling because I feel like sad is one word that I could describe it as. Melancholy is also a word. Um, But also just kind of like a nothing feeling, which is really scary because, you know, things are going really well and we're doing really great. And, you know, like I said, I know physically it's been tough, but besides that, like things are going great. Thomas is loving work at the church. My job is going really well. Um, You know, things are really good. You know, friendships are good. Just stuff is, you know, trending up. Um, but I feel like I've been trending down basically. That's, that's kind of where we're at. I've been just feeling a little, you know, kind of like nothing. And that is not a good place to be in. Um, I have just, I haven't been feeling anxious. Like I don't have any anxiety. I've not really been worrying. I've just not really feeling anything. I've just not been in a good place mentally. And to be honest, like I almost didn't even record this podcast episode today. Like I had started talking myself out of it. Like I wasn't feeling it all week. So I knew I wasn't able to record it. Cause like mentally and physically, I just like, I just can't do it. And so, but then I was like, no, I'm going to do this. I love this. this is my favorite thing. Like, this is what I do. I don't skip episodes. Like Unless I'm planning it out, like I'm just not gonna, I'm not gonna skip. But then I, this afternoon, <laughs> this morning, I woke up and I was like, I'm not doing it. Like, I make the rules for my podcast. I can decide to take a week off. It's fine. Um, but I was mostly taking a week off. I was like, I'm just not gonna do it, just because I just was feeling nothing. Um, and then at church this morning, and let me let me make it clear. I do think it's always good to like take a break, take a rest. You know, I always talk about advocating for yourself. Um, but the feeling I was feeling was a little bit different. It was just kind of like, eh, it's not worth it. It doesn't matter. And that's not true. That's how I was feeling. I was like, it doesn't matter. Like, people aren't going to miss it, which is not true. Like, I see the numbers. Like, it's not true. Um, and then at church this morning, my pastor, we're in this episode, or in this episode, in this series called Predecide, And we're just talking about endurance and decision-making and things like that. And today's uh, series, I keep wanting to say episode because that's what I'm doing. But today's sermon, um, he was talking about godly grit and like persevering through the things that God has called you to do. And I was like, crap crap, crap, crap. Like, and he was like sharing a story of like before the church officially launched and how like a lot of stuff was going wrong in his family. And he was just like, you know, if I can't take care of my family, how can I take care of a church? And I'm just going to quit. And then he just like prayed and was like, God, just like, please help me. Like, please, please help me. And he had some like really serious stuff going on with his his family. Um, And so I, I get it. And, you know, he just prayed, God, help me, God, help me. And, you know, God was able to give him some perseverance and some grace and like helped, you know, push through and, and now like, here we are. Um, But just hearing that today and him saying specifically, like, you know, persevering through the things that God has called you to do. I was like, okay, crap. Like God has called me to do this podcast. Like I know that he wants this to happen for a reason. Um, and so I just need to persevere because it was, like I said, it wasn't like I was, you know, it was feeling burnt out or needed a break. It was mostly like, I was just like lazy. and was just like, no, I'm just not going to do it. Um, I don't really care anymore. And that's, that's not how I actually feel. And so that sermon today, I was like, crap. Okay. Pastor Nick, you're right. Um, it really hit me in, in the right, in the right place. <laughs> I needed to hear it. Um, he, I, I love our pastor. He's fantastic. If you want to listen to that sermon, I can, I'll send it to you. DM me and I can send it to you. We have a podcast that you can listen to it on. But anyways, all that being said, not in a great place. And I think that's also, you know, the sermon came at the right time because the Lord this evening was just like, okay, I want you to talk about mental health. And I'm like, mm-hmm, mine's been trash. And I'm laughing about it now because 
you know, the last hour, I've actually felt good enough to be able to do this. Um, before the last hour, in the last like couple of weeks, obviously, you know, thoughts come through your mind when you're in a place of feeling kind of like nothing, kind of like melancholy. And I'm going to share some thoughts that I've been having the past few weeks and maybe you can relate. I've, you know, my head has been saying, I'm not good enough. Why can't I do the things that I love to do? Why can't I just get off the couch? I'm never going to be able to get off the couch. I'm never going to feel better physically. I, you know, I'm, I'm just never going to be the person I used to be. And, you know, which my mind is just like, I'm never going to be the bubbly, happy, like I can record podcasts and talk about, um, you know, fun, hard stuff on the internet. Like I'm never going to be that person again. Um, why can't I text my friends back? Why can't I keep plans with people? Like I've been, you know, canceling things or not showing, well, I haven't like ditched people, but like, I would say like, Hey, let's do this. And then I never follow up. And that is not like me. Um, and then I wonder like, you know, why is this happening now when everything or like, Things are going really great for me and I should be really excited about life, but I'm just like feeling this way. Like, why can't I do the things I love? Why am I feeling like this? Um, why am I so sad all the time? That's really how I was feeling. I was like, why am I just so sad? Um, and so it's just, it's been tough. It's been like, why can't I get off the couch? Why can't I, you know, get ready for the day? Why am I not washing my face anymore? Like I used to have a really like, strict, like I'd wake up in the morning, I would get up, I would do my skincare, I would drink my coffee. Like I had a routine. I would go sit at my desk and I would do my job. Um, and I would do that all before eight o'clock. Like I just decided I was going to start working at eight o'clock. Cause that's when I wanted to start working. And I just haven't been doing that. I, you know, have been super inconsistent with my skincare and, and you know, you guys know yourself best. Like, you know, when there's certain things that you're not doing anymore, like, you know, that's when you're not okay. And I'm like, the fact that I'm not like, washing my face every morning. I'm not double cleansing. I'm not showering as much as I used to. Like, okay, we know, we know something's going on. I am still showering. It's just not as frequent as it once was. Um, but you, you know, it's just like, okay, this, something is not, not going well with me. And so, you know, I share all of these thoughts in my head and I share, you know, how my life has been the past few weeks just to also tell you, like, you are not alone. Like, I, I, you know, sharing all this very, really vulnerable stuff about my shower schedule with you because I just want you to know that you're not alone. Um, and if you're feeling like, you know, melancholy or depressed or however you are describing how you're feeling, um, you know, it may not look like what you expect it to, you know, like I've, sometimes I think like we have this picture in our head of what people think like depression looks like. And I'm, please hear me. I, I'm not saying that I am depressed. I know that there, there is like a lot more layers to it besides just feeling sad and hopeless. Um, I'm not a therapist, um, and I'm not going to diagnose people or myself, but I do know that is a, a clinical thing that has a lot to do with your brain as well. So I guess I did want to put that disclaimer in, but however you're feeling, like whether you are, you know, feeling sad or depressed or just, you know, melancholy or hopeless or however you're feeling, like, it may not look like what you'd expect it to, you know, like, cause I was thinking about this, like I am feeling all these things, but I'm still like going to work. I'm still doing my job. I'm still going to church. I'm still like going to baseball games with my husband. I'm still, you know, going to dinner with my friends and like having fun parties and stuff. Like I'm still doing those fun things. Um, but I still feel this way, you know, cause I thought like if I, if I ever get 
because for my mental health, personally, for the most part, I've always dealt with anxiety. I've never dealt with any kind of feelings like this before. Um, there was one season or season in my life where for like one week I felt this way and, um, my therapist and I kind of worked through it that I was feeling spiritually oppressed, but this feels a little bit different than that. Um, and so I've never kind of gone through this before and I always kind of expected it to, I don't know, feel a certain way and it just, or look a certain way and, and it hasn't, but maybe for you, it does look like the way that you would expect and you you know, are struggling to get off the couch, struggling to brush your teeth. Like it really does look different for everybody. And I also share that to say that like, again, you are not alone. And it's just, it's, and this whole episode is, there's probably going to be more to it than that. But at this, the center of it all is, is definitely that you are not alone. Like whatever you're feeling or how you're feeling or how it's showing up for you right now, you are not alone. And it's going to get better. It it really is going to get better. And so I want to share some things that to do when you've been feeling this way. So like, I want to share some stuff that has helped me personally. Um, and like that could hopefully help you too. Um, I'm again, I'm not a therapist, but I have like experienced some of this stuff before. And so I just want to like share some of this stuff with you, um, in hopes that maybe one thing can be your next step. Um, And, you know, because sometimes when I'm going through this, I'll feel like, wow, this is so overwhelming to, you know, um, do all these things. Like, here's a list of things that you want me to do. And I'm like, that's super overwhelming. I cannot do all those things at one time. And that's not what I'm telling you to do. I'm giving you lots of ideas that maybe you'll pick one thing. Um, And, you know, maybe you just pick one and take one step. That's great. And today, um, at church. So our pastor, every every time he preaches, he always has this part of his sermon where he says the one big action. So one big action is just like one thing that you're going to do to take away from the sermon. Like he always has one big action for the day. And the one today that he says is, um, today I will take one more step and blank. And so today I will take one more step and blank. So what is that one more step? So what is that one more step that you're going to take? And maybe it's one of these next few things. I don't know how many there are. I just typed a bunch up. Um, Maybe you take one of these things and that's your next step. Or maybe it's something else that's not on this thing that you need to do that you've been putting off or you know that will help you feel better and you haven't done it yet. So like, what is that one thing that you're going to do? So I want you to be thinking about that as I'm listing off um, some things that I want to encourage you to do if you've been feeling the way that I've been feeling. And I am listening to my own advice here, um, mostly with the help of my husband. And I am going to give him a shout out because mostly the help of my husband and my friends, um, because I've let my friends know how I'm feeling and they've been so gracious about, you know, inviting me out to do things and asking about how I'm doing and just checking in and it's been great. So, um, but yeah, so what is, what is the, today I will take one more step. What is your one step? So think, think about that as we talk about some of these things, um, that I want to encourage you to do as you're in this or as you're experiencing this, if you have, or, um, I think it's also good. Like if you're not in this moment, like feeling this way right now, like hopefully you don't ever feel this way, but if you do, I hope that you can come back to this episode and feel less alone. Okay, so here we go. Here's some some things that we can do if you're feeling this way. You're probably not going to be shocked about all my ideas, um, but there are a couple new ones on here, so stick with me. Okay, first, find a therapist. Who is who is shocked? That's my first one. Also, I guess these aren't in really any order except for this one. Like, first thing you have to do is find a therapist. And listen, you may be thinking like, 
my problem isn't big enough or my issue isn't big enough or I didn't go through some trauma or, you know, you, you have a list, laundry list of excuses. I can't afford it, whatever. Um, no one really needs a reason to go to therapy. Sometimes you discover like your reason that you need to go like while you're actually there. Um, you know, sometimes you'll go in with like, you know, I've been feeling this way and I really want to work on that. That's fine. But sometimes you may just go and you're like, you know, I really do think I need to like work on myself. I feel like I'm off. It's like things aren't really going great. And I just like need an outside opinion, someone helping me through just life right now. That's totally fine. So I've gone to therapy. You guys know I have a great therapist. Love some therapy. Therapy is fantastic. I wish I would have done a better help ad for this episode because I have a discount for you guys. Not because like I would have done like wanted the ad or whatever. Just because I have a discount. That's what I care about. I like finding good brands for you guys to give you guys discounts um, to help out our community. So I, but you have, there's some steps you have to take before you can just do an ad. So hopefully I will post um, like an ad, like a, thing on Instagram this week with a discount. So stay tuned for that because would love to offer you guys some help. Um, but I just didn't think it through because the Lord was like, we're recording this episode and didn't have time to play it. Um, but anyways, I definitely want you to see a therapist and there's no shame in therapy, like truly no shame. I really think the stigma around therapy is slowly going away. And that just encourages me so much. Like everyone goes to therapy. It's normal. It's fine. Like there's nothing wrong with you. We're just going to figure out some stuff to help you feel better. And I do want to say, I know it's super expensive, but I, well, it doesn't have to be super expensive. I think you can, you can find a place that is in your price range because a lot of therapists will have a sliding scale option. So they'll look at your income and look where, where you're at and, you know, price your therapy based on that. So I'm actually going to say, you know, I know it's expensive, but may, it might not be like, excuse me, there is a, there are places that can help you out. Um, I'll tell you guys straight up, I was paying a hundred dollars a session and for us, that was a lot, um, but it's what we needed to do. And my mental health was worth it. And we figured out a way to pay for it. Um, and maybe that's a privilege. Um, but I do want to say like, you can, you can figure out a way to pay for it. Like I, I, and I feel like that's a little bit of harsh, like tough love. Um, but we can look around and it's possible. And there are a lot of places that will do the sliding scale stuff and some places will take your insurance. Um, but I am sensitive to like, if you truly can't, like, I don't want this to be something that like affects your mental health even more. Um, but I do want to encourage you to really look deep within your budget and see where I can fit it in. So you're like, okay, well, I have, okay, I'm going to find a therapist. But how do I, how do I find a therapist? Um, well, psychologytoday.com is a great resource to find a therapist. Like I all said, better help. Um, but wait till I post the discount code this week. <laughs> um, but um, you can do psychology today and it's a great way. Like there's awesome therapists on there. There's people with like therapists with reviews. I also think word of mouth is a great way to find a therapist, you know, asking around, talking to people. Um, I think that's great. And then also you can literally Google like therapist near me, Christian therapist near me. Um, I know that some people can feel a little bit like weird about finding a Christian therapist because sometimes there's this like idea that they're just going to say, well, just pray about it or it's just going to get better. Jesus is good. Like some of that toxic kind of positivity stuff. Um, I got really lucky and my therapist was not like that at all. Like we definitely did talk about God and Jesus like during our therapy sessions. I wanted to do that because I was trying to also mend my relationship with the Lord. Like when I was going through some of the really intense stuff I was going through. Um, but I still don't regret going to a Christian therapist because if you're going to a Christian one, you know that your values are going to, you know, at least be on an even playing field. And, um, 
I think if you start going to therapy and you feel like your therapist is not giving you any like constructive help and they're just kind of saying, well, we're just going to pray about it, whatever. Okay. Well, then we find another therapist. Um, you don't have to stick with the first one that you go to. You can even call around therapists and ask like, you know, what are some methods that they use and stuff like that and see which one that you feel like you connect most with. A lot of therapists will have like a you know, first session of just like seeing if it's a right fit for you. So there's no, there's no pressure in finding the first therapist on your right or finding the right therapist on your first try. Like it's really okay. You can take as much time as you need. Um, and it's worth it. Like you are worth figuring out your budget to be able to go to therapy and there's no shame. There's no shame. Okay. Next one. Um, consider medication. So, no shame in the medication game here, literally whatsoever. Um, I think medication is such a gift to this world. Honestly, I think that, um, there's no shame in that whatsoever. I don't think it makes you any less of a Christian. If you're taking medication, I don't think it makes you any less of a person. If you're taking medication, I think that Jesus created us like as humans with the most, you know, unique brains and the ability to be able to, design things like this. Like I do think that, you know, whoever came up with, you know, anti-anxiety medicine or anti-depression or, you know, medicine for depression, like people, like God was like, okay, I want you to be able to figure this out so we can help these people. Like, I believe that's how this process works. I think God and science goes together. And so I think it was just, it's just a beautiful thing. And I'm, and Thomas said that I could share this stuff. So, um, Thomas dealt with my husband dealt with really intense, intrusive thoughts and anxiety, um, for a long time. And he was going to therapy and we ended up kind of maybe feeling like his therapist wasn't the right fit, but we just weren't really getting anywhere. And it was kind of to the point where it was like, okay, we need to take another step. Like, we need to take a different, different step. And so we were like, okay, let's, let's do some medication. We're going to figure it out. Um, and I just want to tell a cool story here real quick, because <laughs> let me tell you guys, like when I was like, okay, let's get you on some medication. I was like, okay, this should be an easy process. Shouldn't be very hard. Well, we called around to a bunch of different like psychiatrists and it was not easy. Like everyone was like, there was like a, such a long list to see all these people and a lot of places you need a referral. Well, Thomas's therapist, we asked him like, Hey, do you have any psychiatrists that you recommend? And he was like, Oh, I don't really know any, like here's psychology today, which that really bothered me. Cause I'm like, how are you a therapist? And you don't have a psychiatrist recommendation. Like that's kind of bizarre to me. Um, but it was like a couple weeks of us like trying to find different doctors for him to go to psychiatrists. And we just couldn't find any. And I was shook. I was like, my husband needs some help and it shouldn't be this hard. <clears throat> and excuse me. And there's a lot of places that were like, well, we'll ha we have an opening in like February, which at that point was like months and months away. And so we were just like, this, this is not the answer that we're looking for. Like he needs some, some help. And I just didn't want him to suffer any longer. I wanted to get the ball rolling on this. And then I was like, okay, you know what? Like maybe, cause he has like, he's had seen one doctor before, um, when he was just dealing with some health stuff and just like went to a regular, just like family doctor. And I was like, okay, you know what? Like maybe we should just call your family doctor and he can have like a recommendation for you. Like, let's just try that and just call their office and see if he can like give you a referral. And so 
we call his regular doctor, which I don't know why we didn't think of this first, but I just was like, we have to find a psychiatrist because psychiatrists can can give you anti-anxiety medicine or whatever, or can can uh, evaluate Thomas to see what kind of medication they feel like would best help and suit him. Because I wasn't just like, let's give him whatever pill we can. Like I wanted it to be something that was helpful for him and his specific stuff. And so um, we, you know, decide that we're going to call his doctor. So we call his family doctor and the nurse that that answers the phone is like, you know, have you, have you actually ever talked to, you know, Thomas's doctor about this? And he was like, yeah, I actually mentioned it in my first appointment. And he was like, okay, so well, since you have talked with him about it before, he actually also specializes in anxiety. And so he, like, if that's a specific thing you're working for, he specifically specializes in anxiety. And so he can actually meet with you to, to talk about this and he can actually prescribe things. So if he feels that after talking with you that you need this medication, he could help do that. He can prescribe that. And we were shook. We were like, oh my gosh. And she was like, do you want to come in for an appointment at 2.15 today? And we were like, absolutely we do. Like we were so shook that this like came at the perfect time. Like, I mean, it literally was like, yeah, we can see you today at 2.15. I mean, I, I was just mind blown that this was happening. And, he, and we really, we really like the doctor Thomas has. And so he went to the doctor and talked with him and they had a great conversation. He didn't shame him at all. He gave Thomas so much hope that like, they're going to figure this out. They're going to work on this together and that he's not going to have to be on his medication forever, but this is something that's just going to help him, you know, get to, get to a good space and like, feel like himself again. And it was just the best conversation. There was no shaming and he was able to get on Zoloft and it has been a game changer for him. Like truly game changer. It's been a game changer for our marriage. It's helped him out so much. I've seen him. I mean, he just used to struggle every single day and it's such a blessing that he is not struggling every single day anymore. And it's such a huge help. And I, I just, I'm the biggest advocate for it. So it's been great for us. It's been great for him. And I'm just so thankful that the Lord was like, okay, here you go. Here's the appointment. We're making it happen. And boom, like it's happening today. So it's really great. I would encourage you to consider medication. Okay. Next one, consider acupuncture. Um, you guys know that I'm the biggest fan of acupuncture in the entire world. I have been going for years now and I go to treat my anxiety and just like overall health, but I go because it really does help with anxiety. And so I used to struggle with daily anxiety every single day. Um, oh, that's, I guess what daily means. <laughs> um, I used to struggle with anxiety every day. And now I, I mean, I don't know the last time that I really like had daily anxiety. I mean, there's been like a situ like a bad situation or I said something, you know, that came up or what, you know, like there's cases that has happened that I have felt a little anxious. But besides that, like, I really don't remember the last time I actually felt deep anxiety in my chest. And I really did used to feel it physically. Like every single day I was anxious all the time. And I, since going to acupuncture, like I do not experience that anymore. I don't know the last time I felt anxious. I don't really worry much anymore. Um, and I just haven't, haven't been dealing with that. And I really think acupuncture has played a huge, huge role in it. So highly consider, highly, highly, highly consider acupuncture. If you are in the Denver area, um, I can definitely recommend my acupuncturist to you. She's the best. Um, just send me a DM and I can send you her info. I could sink her prices literally all day long. She's fantastic. Um, but the way that you could find an acupuncturist in your area is literally just Googling like acupuncturist near me, holistic you know, doctors near me and, um, just kind of look around to see, to see where the right fit is, but it is truly the best thing. You have to go consistently to see 
a change in your body. Um, but yeah, the needles also do not hurt. Like I am very sensitive to that stuff. I hate getting shots. I hate, I hate needles. Um, but these don't hurt at all. Like you literally don't feel them in your body. Now, sometimes like if you can hit a wrong spot that will hurt. But besides that, like sometimes I, I don't even know when sh the needles like are fully in and out. Like I'll have to ask her, I'm like, am I needle free? Can I get up now? And she's like, yep, you're good. Um, and I literally have had needles like in my head and on my face before, and I cannot feel them. Like I, it's so bizarre to me and it really does work. Like it's the weirdest feeling in the actual entire world. <laughs> it blows my mind. And I, and she's explained the science to me, but it goes so much over my head. But anyways, acupuncture, I could sing its praises all day long. Okay. Next tip, keep eating. Okay. Keep eating. I truly believe that food is fuel. And here's the thing. I believe that food is fuel. And I believe that what that looks like can change for you daily. So I'm a big like advocate and fan of like no food is bad food. Food can fuel you in different ways, but I do not like label like bread as a bad food for you. Like chicken nuggets are bad for you. Like I, I don't think that. I think every food serves its purpose. Um, and I do know that my body does feel better and that I feel like I have more energy and excitement when I am fueling my body with different kinds of foods. But some days the fuel is just eating something because when you're in this like hopeless state, when you're in this place of like, how can I, you know, get out of bed today? How can I get off the couch? How can I, you know, have any hope for tomorrow? You, you know, may not really have an appetite or really want to eat much, but your body needs this food. And so I just want to encourage you to keep eating. And some days that looks like, like you need to eat, you know, McDonald's for breakfast. You need to because that's the only food that you can even picture eating at that moment. Like you, whatever food that is for you, like eat that food. And then the next day you may be feeling a little bit better and you're like, okay, I'm going to feel my body in a different way and get some greens in there because greens make me feel really great. So I'm going to make a smoothie today. You know, whatever your body needs that day, I want to encourage you to take it. And I really, you know, I want you to look at food as fuel. Like I said, no food is bad food. Um, but just, you know, keep in mind with how you feel after some food as well. Like, you know, sometimes in the moment, like it's either I'm going to eat the chicken nugget or I'm not going to eat it all. Well, I'm going to eat the chicken nugget. Okay. But I can't do that for like two weeks in a row because then I'm not going to feel good. Then I'm not going to feel better. And so those moments where I'm like, hmm, a smoothie could feel good, you know, or a wrap with some lettuce, that would feel really great. Or, you know, some really delicious, like, cooked broccoli could really be good for my body right now. So whenever you have those thoughts, like take advantage of it, but whatever you do, don't stop eating. Like you are worth it to continue eating and fueling your body. So keep eating, keep eating, even when it's tough. And also on the keep eating part, like drink your water. Like I know that you've probably gone days without drinking water. Please drink some water. Coffee does not count. The water in your Dr. Pepper does not count. Like drink some water. I promise it is good for you. Get you a big cup. Yes, I am a Stanley cup kind of girl. It just is what it is. Judge me all you want. Um, but get you a big cup that you really like that has a straw because having a straw will help you, um, drink more water than just drinking it like out of a cup. So get you a good cup filled with water, get some good filtered water because water really does taste good. Like I love water. Um, but keep drinking or keep eating and keep drinking water. Okay, next one. Um, talk to a few close friends. So let your people know 
how you're doing um, for a couple of different reasons. Well, one, like if your friends don't know you're going through something, they can't really support you because our friends and our spouses aren't mind readers. And so they're not going to know something is going on if you don't share that with them. Like you may think like, oh, my friends should know if I'm not like, you know, talking to them all day, if I'm not, you know, going out, like they should, they should know. Well, we should not just leave it up to assumption for our friends. That's not fair to them. So they're not going to know how we're feeling if we don't share it with them. So it's fair to our friends to let them know where we're at. So talk to, talk to your friends, like, sharing with them helps them know that they can support you. Like they're aware of what's going on when you tell them. And so that way they can be of support. Um, another reason is they can be praying for you. You know, if they don't know what's going on, that they, they can't be praying spe- specifically about it. So let them know how you're feeling. Um, and then sometimes it also just helps it to get it out loud. Like explain how you're feeling out loud um, because it just... Yeah, it's 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 really helpful to get it out out sometimes and not be like stuck in your head, um, because yeah, it's just it's t- it's tough when it's in your head. So talk to a few close friends. If anything, like they're not there to be your therapist, but they are definitely there to like support you, encourage you, let you know you're not alone, encourage you to like do the next thing the next day. Like, um, it's just really important for your people to know how they're doing because it doesn't make you like any less of a person. doesn't make you any like weaker of a person. doesn't make you any less of a Christian that you're going through this right now. So, and your mental health does not define you. Like where you're at does not define you. Um, and so I also think it's good to like talk with your like work boss about it, depending on like what level you guys are at. Like I shared with my boss because I wasn't doing the best that I could do at work for a couple weeks now. And I felt like it was heavily affecting it. And so I was like, you know what? I just need to share like what's going on. And so I want to encourage you to do that as well. If you have that kind of relationship, I know every workplace is a little bit different, but if you're able to like share what's going on, it doesn't make you any less of a person, doesn't make you any weaker. And if anyone makes you feel that way, I'm so sorry. That's not true. Like you are incredible and your mental health does not define you. Okay. Next one. I got three more left. Okay. Take a walk outside even for 10 minutes. So I used to get kind of annoyed when I would see like people talking about their depression or their anxiety or mental health. And all I hear from people is like, well, go outside and eat your vegetables. Um, I would get kind of frustrated because I'm like, it's so much more than that because it really is, which is why I've listed all these other things. But there is a little bit of truth to getting outside (laughs) Um, because getting into the sunlight, getting into the vitamin D, like it really can help your body feel better and kind of get you out of that place you've been in. Like I keep talking about the couch because I've been living on the couch for weeks. I haven't really been anywhere else. And it can be really easy for me to just like sit on my couch and not know that there's an outside world out there. But I live in Colorado where I can see the mountains from my house and it's beautiful. And I just like forget about that. Um, and my husband is, has been really good about making sure that I get outside at least once a day. And I will say like that little walk around the block, like really does help more than I think, because it kind of helps me like go on, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm outside, feel the cool air against my skin. Like, I can, it can give me a little bit more, a little bit of hope, you know, a little bit of like, it doesn't have to be this way. There is hope just by simply getting outside. And so I'm not saying this is going to take it away or cure everything. Like I'm, I'm not saying that. Um, but I do think it can be, it can be some help. It really can. It can help like switch up your day a little bit too, if you're just stuck in like one place all day. Um, so get outside. Okay. 
Um, the next thing, I learned about this today, actually, and I think it's great. Um, the one, two, three method. So I was at lunch with some of my friends and we were talking about discipline and how to like sometimes just doing things on your to-do list or your tasks are just like so daunting. And I know that when your mental health is not good, it feels like anything you have to do is really daunting. And so we were talking about how sometimes it's just like hard to like do the things that you need to do. And um, one of my friends shared that one of his friends at work goes by this like one, two, three method where he, when he knows he has something that he needs to do, he will literally just go like take a deep breath and then just say like, okay, one, two, three. And then when he finishes three, he gets up and does it. And like when he's done with that task, he goes one, two, three, and he does the next one. And apparently it helps him just like be able to do things and get off the couch. And I was like, you know what? I think that's a great thing because sometimes I can get so stuck in just like, I don't want to get up. I don't want to do this. It's going to take me forever. I'm just like, ugh, you know? And so if I just like take a deep breath and count one, two, three and get up and do it. And then that takes like a lot of the press, the pressure and the stress off and just like helps you get up and do it. And maybe this won't work for you. I don't know, but I thought it sounded really great. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to do that. Like I did it this afternoon. I was like, okay, I need to finish write out my new podcast. It's been doing a different one. Um, one, two, three, do it. And then I did it. And so I don't know. I think it could be a really great thing. Um, and it's just simple as like counting to three. Um, but it's just like, okay, I can do this kind of mustering up the perseverance. Okay. Um, I was going to say last one, but I do have like one more. Um, I have actually two more, excuse me. So the next one is get off your phone. Um, I am really, really poor at this. If you looked at my screen time, you would probably throw up. Um, I will say my job is like social media. So, um, some of it is a lot of work and I do have a work phone. So I try to do most of my work on my work phone, but sometimes I do it on my phone. And so, you know, pre mental health being bad, I would be able to explain why my, um, why the hours I'm on my phone are there, like what my screen time says. But now that I have, you know, been in a more depressive mode, I have no excuse because I haven't really been doing my job on my phone. I haven't really been doing podcasts. So I um, don't really have an excuse besides I've just been mindlessly scrolling and it's making me feel even more terrible about myself. So get off your phone. Something I have found that helps me is like <laughs> having a purpose for my phone to be away from me because sometimes just throwing it into a different like place does not work. And so I have found that like if I need to charge my phone, then I'm like, oh, it's charging. Well, it, I can't use it because it's far away and it's charging. And so like, oops. Um, so I have found that works for me to get off my phone to get out of the way. I know that your phone or Apple now has like some super great like focus do not disturb settings that you can set up to where like your apps don't work at certain times of the day um, or certain people can't contact you at certain times of the day. And so I really want to encourage you to like use these like screen or like settings or time settings. I know that you can also decide like when your apps are on and when they're not on. And so like, I really want to encourage you to like lean into that and like listen to it if you're struggling to be able to put your phone away. Um, but just get off your phone. Trust me. It's so freaking hard. I know I'm addicted to my phone. I'm so addicted. Um, but it really can make you feel worse. And I'm really not someone, listen, we all have our struggles with me personally. I, I don't really struggle sometimes with like comparing like, oh, they're having such a great life and my life is not that like, I don't really struggle with that, but when my mental health has not been great, that's when it comes really loudly. And so it's just, just get off your phone. Trust me, get off your phone, just do it. And I don't really have any 
thing else to say besides get off of your phone. Um, get off. I was about to make a Kim Kardashian joke, but I am not going to do that. <laughs> Never mind. Um, okay. The last one, I didn't write this down, but I did just think about it because there is, pa- there is power in it. I do want to encourage you to continue your relationship with the Lord. And I, you are never going to hear me say that you can just pray it away. Cause I, like I said, I'm the biggest believer. I mean, my first few things were therapy, medication, and acupuncture, like all like medical things to help you out. Um, but I also know that there is power in prayer and there is power in just speaking with the Lord and hearing, um, you know, pastor Nick just say today that all he's just, he's like, it was just simple. I just asked like, God help me. And he was like, and that just brought comfort to my soul to be able just to say, God help me. And so I just want to encourage you today, like continue that relationship with the Lord. It may look different than other seasons of your life um, that you've been in before. And, but I just want to encourage you, like God is near to your heart. Jesus is near to you. Um, You are not alone. And it can be really as simple as like, God help me. Like, please just help me with this. Help me get through another day. Um, So yeah, I just, I want to encourage you with that. And um, yeah, Jesus loves you. You're not alone. So yeah, there's some, there's some things that can help you. I hope that this was helpful for you today. Um, if you are struggling with any thoughts of suicide or harming yourself, I am going to link the suicide hotline number in the episode notes. So you can very easily click on that. Um, please let somebody know immediately if you are feeling that way, there is absolutely no shame in that whatsoever. Um, but we love you so much and we want to see you here another day and you're, you're, life matters. You have purpose. And I'm so sorry that it feels and that it is so dark right now. Um, but I will link that below and hope, hopefully you can find some resources near you to help you out. Um, so yeah, there's your episode today, friends. Thank you for, um, just sticking with me as we talk about some hard stuff. Mental health stuff is hard, um, but it will get better. And I just, I do believe that I have hope in Jesus, even when I'm not feeling it. So I am thankful for, for my faith. Um, but yes, I will get back to DMs guys continue to DM me please. Cause I see them. They don't disappear. I found a way to see all my unread ones. (laughs) So, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep up with them. I'm, I'm gonna try. I'm not gonna promise. I'm going to try to get back to them. Um, but I also want to fill you in because I haven't been myself. So just wanted to share and, um, I'm okay. I will fill you guys in in a couple weeks. (laughs) Um, but I love you guys so much. Thank you for being here, being with me on this and we will talk soon. (laughs) 